going on, everybody? You've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Coach. And I am the cartel, and we are not sponsored by anything or anyone other than the love of the hawk. That's correct, actually. I feel like we were missing something at the beginning there, isn't there? Don't you have like a, a tag, like a like a catchphrase? Would you have like a? You've got the cardboard coaches here. No, yeah, what's go, what's going on, every what's going on, everybody? I said it. as much. Maybe there wasn't as much oomph. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm pretty positive. I say, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, yeah. It's just maybe there wasn't a, as much. Or maybe it was a what's going on team. No, no, it's there's no team there. But see, I just want you to, you know, I want I want that association there with. Yeah. Know, what's team, up, everybody? Team is uh is TikTok, I think. That's that's where. What I, does uh what is it that uh not not uh, Jeff Wilson, but the other guy, the uh the other uh. You are. We are live. We are live. Such a used car salesman. We are live, and I got cash for your cards. Gonna loan. Oh my god! Equity. Uh, oh man, we are uh, definitely not making any friends this episode. That's I what feel it like it's a hobby. We haven't even touched on like insurance enough to even start talking about equity. But anyways, no, no. To, we, we, we cardboard coaches want to make friends today to make up for the lack of friendship right i mean well especially because our big show got canceled so I, I you know i can't make any i oh i don't even know if i should be saying that that's okay whatever it is what it is <laughs> uh you didn't, yeah you didn't use the c word when you spoke to me about it you used the p word it was postponed. yeah well i mean it's and everything is a p word right now everything is postponed right now everything especially in toronto canada ontario canada Everything is postponed. Um, we're just rolling out vaccine passports. And yeah, so hopefully that's just going to be like a, uh, a little bump in the road. Yeah, and we're just trying to figure everything out. But anyway, we digress um, many times so far. We have some very important hobby news to talk about. And uh, it seems like everyone and their aunt are talking about crossovers. And what better way to start this show off? Then talking about arguably the biggest crossover that I have ever seen, at least. Um, whether it was a sending it in with the, its, its own official case or, or official slab, um, or it was someone cracking a card out and then resubmitting it. Um, so just a preface real quick. There are the, two... the way it was framed was that yes. it was in its original. Style. Yes. And that's, and so we should preface that the, the card in question that we're talking about, and you can view it on, uh, I mean, slab socks, you can view it on card porn. You can view it on pretty much everywhere. It is an, a LeBron James rookie exquisite patch auto. Uh, it's actually a pretty nice patch to be completely honest. I think it's at least two color, maybe three. And uh, it was a BGS 9.5. It was not a true gem BGS 9.5. I should preface that because I've gotten into a lot of fights with people about that. Um, the subgrade was for, so there was a 10 subgrade for centering. It was a 10 subgrade for, I want to say edges. And then the corners got a 9.5 and I believe the surface got a 9. Uh, don't quote me, but there was one nine, two tens, and one nine five. Anyway, what happened was this 
person person who owns this card who is without a doubt i mean a millionaire because that card probably retails for what two three million if we had to put a price tag on it today cartel it's a million millions and millions and millions at least yeah um sent it in directly to psa in the bgs lab as part of their crossover program um now we should also mention that card porn mentioned on his post or their post, I should say, that they have attempted a crossover 26 times. And all 26 times, the card came back either the same grade or lesser grade. So again, I've tried, for the I've tried twice. For the crossovers, we're talking about sending it in, in the holder it comes in, okay? Not necessarily cracking and resubbing, which is completely different because if you crack and resub, the company has fresh eyes. And apparently there is, PSA has stated that they can't successfully uh, grade the card. They can't crack it out. Um, they, what they do is they visually look at it through the slab. And so if there's scuff marks on the, scat, on, on the, the slab, it makes it quite difficult. Um, so, I mean, it, the first thing I thought of anyway, when, when seeing, anyway, it crossed over to a PSA 10. So the first thing I thought of when I saw this was how convenient a BGS 9.5 of arguably one of the most notable cards that we will probably ever see um, crossed over from a 9.5 BGS to a PSA 10 quite seamlessly, it seems like, you know, and uh, especially when people have attempted this in the past and they get, you know, all we can't see it because there's clouding on the the slab or there's scratches in the slab and we can't tell if that's on the inside or the outside, like they get the run around. And, uh, you know, I mean, if I'm PSA, they, they were very quick to, to show off their new PSA 10 slab. So, I mean, it's really good for PSA and, uh, just rather convenient if I'm, if I'm being entirely honest. And I, you know, I try to be as, as honest as humanly possible. And I, God knows that cartel does. So that's how I feel about it. How do you feel about this? Well, let's, so if you'll indulge me just a little bit, of I'm going to go, man. I'm going to rewind a little bit here. Yep. I'm really, um, I was so late on this. You tried to get me on this weeks ago, but I was late to the party and checking out the exposing fraud and deception in the retro video game market video. Yes. Uh, if our listeners aren't aware of that, it's again, it's, it, it is way more related to, the, the hobby we love than you think i agree but it's that expose on what's going on in the video game slab world yeah which by the way no one really seems to care like a few weeks later kind of like pwcc all it takes is a few weeks all it takes we have the shortest term memories as collectors because add and adhd and and you know please forgive me for those who actually suffer with some of these afflictions it's it just it's so prominent in the way that we think but i also think it has a lot to do with the fact that we just have so much invested and that we just yes, want to, sure. we don't, it's an, and it's uncomfortable it, to know, what you know, we, know. we just kind of want to not believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uncomfortable yeah. to know what we know. Yeah. Um, but I have this thing in me, look, I was born with it. There's nothing I can do about it where I want to protect people. And it's the new people that don't know who Bill Mastro is people that don't know what PWCC was up to. These are the people I just have in, uh, just in, in, in innate in me to want to help regardless the, the best thing about that video, the exposing fraud and deception in the retro, retro video game market, I'm literally reading you the name on YouTube. The guy that did it, Carl Jobst, Jobst, 
not sure how to pronounce his name. You know, this guy knew nothing about video games, but obviously caught wind of this and created such a great video full of, you know, journalism that you just don't see these days. He just reported the facts. And what I liked was yeah, yeah. he went straight to the beginning. What is a video game? What is a slab? So look, Beckett grading services and professional sports authenticators are the two most trusted services in a whole sea of them. Yes. There is a, an account on IG. If you go to my IG right now, I shout it out that uh, did a little retrospective. I don't know if you checked it out. Uh, yeah, of course I did, man. Yeah, did of a course. A little retrospective of the fact that it was first in the late 90s and early 00s where we saw this wave of these, look, where there's money to be had, people are going to show up. I'm going to make a grading company. I'm going to create a, a sonic uh, seal, sealed holder. Have you gotten anyone in your DMs in the past few weeks? I, I got a DM from a company that makes slabs. They just yeah. make the slab. Yeah, yeah. Dear sir, we noticed you are in the hobby. Would you like to buy some of these slabs? What am I going to do with those slabs? Huh? Interesting. They look just like PSA slabs. Anyway, really? Eh? No, I haven't got any of those. They just I've got like empty. They're literally selling like they've made empty PSA slabs. Gee, I wonder what I could do with those. Um, so, so what I'm, so getting to the beginning of the, we have these two companies that have after this, after the dust settled, here we are decades later, they are firmly the ones that we trust the most. They're both having the biggest problems as a result because of the volume there. I told you, I have an outstanding order from Beckett from July, 2020 through a store, by the way. Um, and we know the, the delays of PSA as well. That's how popular they are. That's how in demand they are. Uh, for In the case of PSA, it got even uh, crazier for them during the lockdown because of celebrity endorsements, just because their name was constantly in the news. There is a method, there is marketing. They, they were right on top of it. So we have these two companies. We, see, we have seen this growing divide in terms of value. Yep. So while we're sitting around not able to do much in the meantime, only having PSAs express orders available. People are sitting back looking at their cards and trying to find ingenious ways of making money or, or enhancing value. Yep. Right. I've heard that this guy's actually a collector. He doesn't have any designs on selling the card, but he certainly was interested in enhancing the value. Plenty of people say, I love a Beckett holder. Why would you want to take it out? Okay. You, because you just want to do what the market indicates. Yeah. And so many people, so many people, Mis mistake this with a conversation about actual quality people are like oh beckett's beckett's better or psa is better and they get so passionate about it but someone just points out look it doesn't matter who's better at this point psa is going for a lot more yeah and they're like, well that's stupid and blah blah, blah. I'm like, well that's a whole other philosophical conversation we all have opinions on it but the bottom line is psa is going for more so if you want an answer look i sit back some of my most expensive cards are in beckett holders it some of them are as you mentioned, Beckett has subgrades, right? So the hobby has adapted to this kind of language. There's a Beckett gem, a Beckett true gem, a true gem plus, which has an additional 10 subgrade without forgetting, by the way, that 9.5 equals 10 because 9.5 is gem mint for Beckett. 10 is, is a gem mint for PSA. PSA does not have any additional enhancement levels. Beckett does 10 pristine and black label 10. And that shows in their value. They're typically more than a PSA 10 gem mint. But a PSA 10 gem mint we see is now much more than a BGS 9.5. Yes. So the point where I think most logical collectors I speak to agree that it's a little much. So 
This guy took a card that potentially was what 1.52 million or something and made it what four or five million? Probably. Who knows? I I I think it's probably five now. Like we don't know until it gets sold. Yeah. Now it is logical to anyone that it's kind of crazy to take a BGS slab. Out of all the slabs, there's more going on in a BGS slab than a PSA slab. It's got the inner sleeve as a grader. You're taking a raw card. You're putting it under, uh, I think, several different lights. You're analyzing it. You have clear and unobstructed view, corners, edges. Centering is very obvious right off the bat. I would argue it's the most important thing because it's the first thing you see when you're holding a card unless there's major damage or like on a vintage card that's missing corners. Yeah. And we're saying, and we're telling, you know, we're expecting that they're going to be able to look at the card through a Beckett holder that's got so much going on and then determine a grade. Um, I remember what I did was I pre-graded raw uh, review with Beckett and it went so well that I was like, well, a couple of these cards, they were Vladimir Guerrero cards actually back in the day. I'm like, uh, I mean, uh, I made a mistake. I didn't even realize PSA was just down the street, so to speak. I honestly didn't. It was so stupid. I was set up at the show and I just yeah. wasn't paying attention. And someone's like, dude, you should have given that to PSA. So what I should have done was removed it from the $20 yeah. holder, that yeah, yeah, yeah. but I didn't. And, and, I, and they were very helpful and they were excited to take it and take my money. But as soon as I went back to my table, I'm like, what did I just do? Those, those sleeves that Becky gave me were kind of scratched up. And now they're going to look through it through the sleeve. And, and, then, and then just the fact that they know that a competing company put their label on it. That's just human nature. Why, that's what know, I'm saying. Yeah. And I, I went over to, I started asking around. Everyone told me it is an almost a near impossibility to get that crossover because they are aware of what they're looking at as a competitor. They clearly have it in their best interest to show that they are the more difficult. Exactly. Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you're not going to come to me to make more money because right. like you got a worse grade, especially when you're paying $50 per card or whatever yeah. it was, um, you know, and, 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 and then, and so, yeah, so it just does not become uh, a smart thing to do. And I didn't hear any success stories. So then I was like, wait a minute, clearly what you're supposed to do is crack it out. And that's what plenty of people have been doing with great results. There's entire IG pages with guys that part of their part of their business plan is purchasing really nice high-end Beckett stuff, which is why subgrades are great. Right? Yeah. Like again, grading created to have an unbiased third party when you're buying online. That's why grading became so popular. Yes. It wasn't just because we love plastic slabs, it was because so much business was going on online that we needed, we're not taking anyone's word for it, yeah. right? We have incredibly unscrupulous people and incredible, and, and remember my more important point, there are some people that literally do not know how to grade. Yeah. They don't know what they're talking about. They're not being nefarious. They're yeah, not yeah. being evil. They're just stupid when it comes to grading. They don't know. So they're, yeah. like, they list it mint and they really thought it was mint. And then you receive it and the corners are rounded and you, you email them and they're like, well, I thought that was mint. Yeah. And they're not being like they're being legit and yeah, then there yeah. are people who are 100 being horrible about lying to you so we have a third party system that's that was created because of that so um knowing how difficult that is what was going on in the weeks before psa released that uh press release 
there were all these stories about crossovers and regrades because that's just gotten more and more popular. It's accessible. It's more affordable. We saw that story about a Kobe. It was a PSA eight. It was a PSA five. I've done all a few. Pieces. I've done a few. I, I, I saw, I did one on a Herbert that was a PSA six that someone cracked and sent to BGS and it was an eight, you know, like, right. And, and uh, I think that it was just kind of a lot of negative speak about grading what, to go along with the existing negativity about the fact that people are still waiting for their stuff. Um, they still, it took Peter Pacman to remind us, they said things were going to kind of get back to normal in July, no? Right? Yuppers. I think it, uh, yeah, it was July 1st. They were, they said that they were going to open up. It's, and we uh, are, and we are coming in on October. October. So, so there's already all that negativity and all that tension. And I think, uh, PSA does two things in the last couple of weeks. They announce, okay, the, the express is cheaper. Not, not the super express. No. You, exp- you did the super express for your soccer. I did do super express. How fast is express versus super express? Uh, express. They said is about a month. Right. So like, so, I, I don't know if that means a month, like 30 business days. Right. Um, because knowing PSA, like it probably is 30 business days. So um, they, they create a yeah. So mine was well, mine was should be it should be now as opposed to before. Mine was four days, four yeah. days like once they received it. Well, again, so you paid you paid three hundred bucks per card, yeah. and they were for very significant cards. Yeah, um, that's a lot of money for anyone, right? So now they open up Express to a little bit more affordability, and they follow that up by saying, "Look at the possibilities here. Look at the possibilities. You can also." Look, you got that stack of Beckett cards that are worth thousands of dollars. And don't, don't forget, value of the card's important in terms of what PSA is getting out of it. Why don't you, you know, since you have all this time, why don't you look through that stack of BGS gems and decide what you might want to cross over, right? Which I've always been hesitant to do because I just, A, I'm not going to send it in this lab. It's going to be tough. And then B, do I really want to go through the stress of cracking a Connor McDavid future watch? I agree. Right, incredibly stressful. I agree. Uh, can you imagine this guy cracking the uh, the LeBron? He must. Have I, I was quick... actually I was actually thinking about that. They must have used like a like a like a. Oh, I'm a sorry. Band. You're right. I'm sorry. He didn't crack it. He didn't he, crack they, it. They he didn't crack it. Exactly. They have a machine that was yes. separated. Yes. 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 Which yeah. is crazy again because like typically unless you crack it. You're right. not getting that crossover. You know what I mean? Like, so let's talk. Let's talk about a few things. So, so a couple of things involved in this. Now that now that it. I've hopefully explained from the beginning, just so that anyone, let's say someone has no point of reference here. Fine. So someone took a gem from the the silver metal company, sent it to the gold metal company. Very rarely would the gold metal company see a copy of a silver silver metal company card and want to put their name on it, but they did in this case. It happens to be a gigantic, ginormous card. Gigantic. Let's talk about cost benefit across the board here because everyone's talking about, okay, PSA is getting a lot out of this. They are now going to get a wave of crossovers, 100%, 100% for people with wealth. Especially their high, ultra high-end shit. Yes. For people with wealth, it is no big deal. Spend a few hundred dollars, 
worst case scenario, you get back your Beckett card. Okay, well, you gave it a shot. Um, it was probably more interesting than just playing roulette. Okay. Yeah, because if they say that they can't determine, they literally, they charge yep. you and they just send your, your card you back as is. You still got to pay. I and, still paid my $100 and, and I got they my send you it back as is, right. you know? So, right. Um, now, uh, where was I? So now they look, they look, uh, they, they're looking good because now they've got a wave of crossovers coming in. A very important card in the hobby is now encased in their label, their name. They can advertise it. Okay, so a lot of people pointing that out. But what about the fact that we now know that a BGS card that wasn't even a true gem was just as good as a PSA 10? Now, should that not alert us to something? Especially when it comes to the values we're seeing on the sales, you want to compare a PSA 10 versus BGS 9.5 Connor McDavid Young Guns? Take a look at the pricing. So Co has been on this for a while, and and a lot of people have so talked about. I you know, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go I made for it. a video on TikTok about this when it happened yesterday, and the amount of flack that I received, and I have no problem receiving flack. I'm cool because I'm like I'm down to be the martyr for all your feelings towards PSA because you have so much invested in them and you believe you genuinely believe that they're the best because they pay you the most. And I understand that, you know, I can understand that like, like if they were to lose credibility, you then lose money. But like, let's have this conversation about how it wasn't even a true gem that you, yes, it's a nine five, but all, all nine fives are not made equal because if they were, they would all be priced equally. Correct. Right. And that's not correct. They're not all priced equally. If you go look up nine fives, there are several different prices for nine fives. Yeah. There's internal differences in the nine five itself. And then there's the overriding difference between a nine five and a PSA 10. Exactly. So a, the fact that a, a not even true gem nine five cross over to a 10 i think should be a talking point because like what does that make the 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 true beckett tens or black labels like you know what i mean like is is that now 20 percent better than right. than a psa 10 slab <clears throat> that starts to get <clears throat> super complicated but and you're right to point that out, but there is already a big hobby respect for pristine and black label. Now, I agree. Keeping with nine five, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you think that one of the logical reactions here is people going to buy nine fives up like crazy? Um, if not to cross them over, then just to have them and be like, you know what? We have clear evidence now that nine a nine five can be a ten. This this is why this news was so interesting to me on so many levels and I so agree. many angles way more than the angle of psa being able to show off a key card in, in their slab it's like wait a minute that was a bgs 95 not only did we know it and the submitter know it but psa knew it as well and they still went ahead and gave it the seal of approval why are your bgs 95 slabs worth so much less and you've got to imagine that PSA unwittingly, or maybe, I don't know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but in a way they unwittingly have opened the door to this thought, this, this thought. And, I, and I'm I really going to be interested over the next few months to see if that changes pricing on nine fives. So I think that if enough of them cross over, 
that it might just wipe BGS. Like, I mean, like, not like truly wipe, but it'll put what, what a, do you mean? What do you mean wipe? It'll put a significant dent into into cards that are currently in BGS 9.5. So you're saying that, okay, interesting. So you're saying that a lot of BGS cases are going to be snipped in the next month, few months. I said, I said, and, if, I said, if, if yes. enough of them cross over, you better believe that everyone's going to hear about the fact that all these nine fives are crossing over. And now all of a sudden PSA has literally all of the, 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 the pinnacle cards, like their pop reports might go up, but BGSs are going to go flatline because like people are going to be based because you said it yourself at the beginning, right? Like PSA tens are worth significantly more than BGS nine fives right now. Right. right? S- significantly more than BGS nine fives. So why wouldn't I, let's say my friends told me that like I crossed over three BGS nine fives out of my, my six, why right. wouldn't I buy up all the BGS nine fives, cross them over, or at least attempt to cross them over for significant gain. And then now all of a sudden there's no more nine five. Well, okay. So a couple things. So, so if you are buying them up, you're like, and, and a bunch of people are doing what you're doing and thinking like you are, you would imagine that would create a price bump. And it will. And, and that's, yeah. Yeah. Now, now there's another discussion that no one seems to really touch on is for years now, there has been the problem that anytime someone cracks, and by the way, I've cracked all sorts of cases, BGS, PSA, uh, SGC, KSA, Generally speaking, 9.99 times out of 10, no one is calling the company no. and telling them I cracked the case. No. I know, I, by the way, I know a couple of people who are, who are purists and like when they crack a case, they actually send the label to the company, but most people aren't doing that. They're throwing the remnants away. So by the way, population reports are not gospel. No. They do not reflect with 100% accuracy because there's no accounting for cases that were destroyed Lost, I, I had, uh, there's, there's a really cool Tavo Teravine and I bought. It was an ultimate true gem that got lost in the mail. I, just, I never got it. You know, I got refunded, but a part of me was like, okay, hey, at the time, no one's stealing a Tavo Teravine. And the average person, if they found that package, they wouldn't even know what that card is or what to do with it. It could just be in a landfill. But if you look it up, there's like two of them. But is there two? Maybe there's only one, right? Maybe someone listening to this podcast is like, oh my God, I have it. I hope he doesn't find out. I do remember the serial number. Anyway, um, look, people aren't reporting when they crack the cases. No. You cracked a couple BGS cards in your latest P- in, in one of your P- in your first PSA submission. They're still in the pot. Yeah, I, I don't. I that take. I don't know what what really to say because um, when you say BGS flatlining, I mean it. it it, it just, it still, it seems to me like the potential benefits for Beckett here is that more people will send to them and see them as respected them more for the fact that that nine five was a 10 prices should be going up for nine fives because people might be now gravitating to them, if not to cross them over, but just to have them knowing that it's good. Um, because I told you a lot of new collectors, they couldn't get past the surface issue being that, and I don't mean surface of the card says 9.5 that doesn't look as nice as 10 yeah um yeah. i always say okay but it's a gold label that's pretty cool yeah but they the, the average brain getting into the hobby right now i get it because i was there when beckett issued their original press release so I, I get it um and i like it but people see a 9.5 is wait a minute 10 is better 
What about a BGS 10? Oh, those are super, super, super rare. Uh, well, I'll just look everyone at my PS10. says that. Everyone. They're like, there's a ridiculous premium on them. I'm like, I they're guess. supposed to be. Yes. Because yes. they're crazy. Like, dude, I have sent in, I'll tell you right now on my Excel spreadsheet, I'm like, I'm like 90% gem rate on Beckett. And I've gotten like three pristine 10s out of like 1,000 cards I've sent them. All right. So it's not easy. Um, so it's just, I feel like a big thing here is like PSA has inadvertently done a huge favor for Beckett. I mean, you could be right. Yeah. Now, but in their short-term interests, they are now going to get a flood of crossovers. And Which in a lot of ways, and a lot of ways, it's awesome for them because they're like less work. Uh, I look at the slab. Nah. Okay. We just send it back. We don't have to crack it. We don't have to grade it. We don't have to do anything else. You know, just send it back to the person. And if we do agree, okay, that's a little bit extra. We're going to crack it, re-slab it. My, um, question, my question is, why are you looking for extra work when you still have submissions then that from September that haven't been sent back yet? Sure. And I don't mean uh, September 2021. I mean yeah. September 2020. And I mean, what's also, so funny about that press release was he and I, he, I mean, Nat Turner made it seem like because they're doing so great with respect to putting a dent into all of their stuff, they're actually going to offer us a discount, which by the way, it's significantly more than it was six months ago. Right. We're going to offer you a discount because we want to take more express subs. And so, you know, you are 100% correct in saying that, I mean, they're basically trying to get more money now, you know, like it's between the express lowering the, the, the prices of express and the, I mean, increased interest in crossovers. Like there's just no way that they, they, they weren't like, okay, how do we get new money to flow in? Because like we have the consistent streams of, of super express, you know, we have the people who are, regularly expressing but like how about if we we got like those middle ground people like the people that like right might might want to flip or cross something over or might want to do an express at 150 but not 200 right i mean yeah i mean the, the way that i always figured it was the first conference came up when they were grading at the national and people were like what are you doing yeah you should have all hands on deck you know they are a big company they've got different divisions and you got to figure that that's how they're separating it I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm certainly not trying to come up for, with excuses for a company that has so many of my cards that I've been waiting for, but, um, you know, that's, 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 that's just how it is. But, um, you know, I, I also wanted to mention before we, we, you made that point, which is a good point. Uh, one of the bigger crossover elements that, that we kind of skipped out on and it's in the Pokemon world was Logan Paul's BGS 10. Yeah. Do you remember much about yeah. that? Yeah. So that was apparently a PSA 10 that they yeah. tried to cross over with the specific intent of not getting a nine five, but a 10. 10. Steam, yeah. Because it's a pop didn't two. Go well the first time. Because it's a pop two. Yeah. So it didn't go well the first time. And then they tried it again. And of course, because it was Logan Paul trying it, the theory is that there was favoritism shown there. Um, and that's funny because I made a joke and it flew over a lot of people's head on, on IG where I said, you know, all this talk of crossovers, you ever look at your PSA tens and wonder if you get an SGC gold label or a pristine Beckett? But imagine trying that. Um, I don't think that would go well. 
I know but, a lot of my PSA 10s would definitely not get a black label. They definitely would not get a pristine. Honestly, some of them probably might not get tr true gems. Honestly. See, like, this I've, is the other thing, right? Because you were, you were, when you were getting involved in this discussion, I hope you take this as some constructive criticism, but you were really rough on PSA. And yeah. I kind of found it funny because like yeah. PSA in, in a way has done you well. No, and that's fine. It's true. It's true. But that doesn't mean that they're above criticism just because they're going to like make me more money. Like there's still something inherently wrong. Right. About it, though. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, and I'm okay to talk about that. Like I know that some of my tens are probably not tens, like, or not, not, not tens are not like even a true gem uh, BGS. Like, do you know what I mean? Like well, it's well without, without directly referring to your cards, Brandon, wink, no. wink. Um, look, we, there are these accepted collector concepts right now. Yeah. When it comes to centering, you're okay sending to PSA if something's off with that. When it comes to corners and edges, you, you're, you're going to send to Beckett because <laughs> they're going to be a little easier on that. It's kind of an accepted thing. I, I didn't create this myself. Don't get yeah. mad at me, but that's generally what's accepted. And that's what I'm talking about is like a car, when well, a car is off center and like visually off center, you're like, oh, this is kind of, it's a little off center. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh yeah of course i'm not talking 90 10 or you know. and i'm also not talking about something with a, i got a bum corner that got a 10 like or right. uh you know i i'm not i wasn't that so i wouldn't have sent well, we've seen it all remember our express order there was a card i got a 10 on that i was so hesitant to grade That's true. got a 10 the corner to me is very obvious That's true. Look, it's subjective it's all subjective there is nothing inherently that there's nothing based on the company itself or the people in it that makes PSA better nothing. than BGS or vice versa or SGC or HGA, by the way, I'm going to throw them in there because there's no difference other than the fact how long they've been around and how like developed it is in the collector's brain that they want this because there's plenty of fans of HGA's slab. There's tons of fans of Beckett's slabs, the visual, right? And there's tons of people Keep who will tell you, man, I've met... HGA uses HGA uses uh, artificial intelligence for their grades. Well, bro. whatever that means, I don't even know. Okay, but everything's artificial intelligence. <laughs> Scanners, like fuck. <clears throat> anyway, um, look, like uh, what was I saying? Uh, there are BGS guys that will fucking fight you, man. They're like PSA. They're, they're so inconsistent. Yeah, I know, consistent, I know. And they're the truth. They are the truth, man. And it's like, okay, I, I respect your opinion, but in a lot of ways, I believe we are just comparing very similar piles, very similar piles, man, across the board for all these companies. And it's just the marketing, the money you put in, the marketing. Did I mention the marketing? Marketing. That's really what it boils down to. And um, this is so interesting. All this, the crossover stuff has led to such interesting stuff that we've discussed today that I hope people continue discussing and considering because this is a big thing, man. This, it is a big deal that there are people out there with large collections of Beckett and large collections of PSA. And we're seeing such price differences. It's the same damn card, the same player, the same grade, nine, five, and 10. They are the same grade. And we are seeing just, you know, like I can't even wrap my brain around what the difference would be in the, with the LeBron because as, as you know, hockey guys, that deal in a, you know, the mid range sector, we're not, you know, we're not these, these ballers, Brendan. I mean, we might one day be, but we're not these ballers with these 
10, 20, $30,000 football and basketball cards. But we're living in this world where we clearly see, you know, that you're going to get an extra thousand dollars or more for your Connor McDavid young gun in a PSA slab versus a Beckett slab. I, I see my Beckett true gems. I got a ton of them. They're beautiful. They were taken out from the pack. They're perfect. I'm sure they're PSA 10s. It's just, I can't bring myself to, and I, I would not blame, say I don't blame you, bro. I don't blame you. That's like $2,000. I cracked them. But that being said, what PSA is trying to get in my brain right now is try it, buddy. Is that you have a chance. You Take have a the chance. Take best and try it. You have a Maybe chance. They'll give me one. Now I have to do a cost-benefit analysis of my own. Or I sit on them knowing that this is potentially a great thing for Beckett. This yeah. is a potentially a great thing. I mean, you're right. you're right. Um, you're know? right. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I, yeah, it makes perfect sense to be honest. It, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. That what this, does? This you know what does make sense this, these days? But it, and so I, I can't help but think about the new collector, right? Like we talk about this a lot. Yes. Like imagine yes. you basically being told that like PSA 10s are the best, you know, like not actually, but like the, the media, every time a big sale goes through, it's a PSA slab 99 yes. times out of a hundred. Uh, you're told PSA is the best. Your friends that started, let's say six months before you managed to get a sub in, you know yes. what I mean? The they six managed, months before you veterans. They managed, they managed to get a, a PSA sub in, you know, and like maybe they're starting to receive cards back now and they're PSA slabs. So there's even more exposure to PSA slabs. Yes. And now, and now people are talking about crossovers where like, you didn't even really have BGS in your head at all right now. You know, right. like people have started to now talk about SGC and HGA because now you're ripping and you, you're trying to find like ways to maximize. Yeah. And then you income. find out you can't even send a PSA or BGS. So now you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta come up with other options here. Right. But these are for my quote unquote lesser cards. Right. Like, you know that, but you know, if let's say you hit a high end and you see that people are now going back, like you have the hardcore Beckett collectors and you have the hardcore PSA guys that are going nose to nose right now, talking about several different crossovers, uh, either BGS to PSA, PSA to BGS, and the grades being different. Um, I, I, you just, you can't help but be lost. You can't, you can't help but be even more confused yeah. And then, then when you started almost, you know yeah, what I mean? Like jaded and bitter when you start seeing, you know, what goes on with when something does cross or it doesn't cross um, regrades. We didn't even touch on regrades. I mean, we'd need hours and hours, Brendan, but you know, people resubmitting and getting, you know, significant changes. I mean, there was a post subjectivity, was a post, man. Was... Like I said, there's no difference. It's gambling. Like it's opening packs and buying on speculation. It's like, here I am. I, I almost want to brag about how good I am at grading. But for all I know, when we start getting our subs back, I'm going to look ridiculous Yeah. because I don't know what's going on right now. It, it fluctuates. They, they say in the late nineties, early OOs, they were starting to give them out to get things going. Then it got really, really difficult. Then Beckett came out because they had competition. They had to start giving them out some more. You know what I'm saying? Then it, then it got easier and easier. And now because there's this hobby boom, they got, they have the ability to make it tougher, which they want to, 
it's just difficult to fathom that level of change when yes. when when you have so much stake in the game. You know what and I mean? You have like, to pay attention to the OGs that have been doing this. So uh, Garnet Sports, right? When we we spent a whole episode talking about his rant on his PSA submission, I wouldn't have given this guy the time of day. The reason why I did is because I investigated his IG. I looked at his history. This guy did a lot of grading. So I wanted, so you're hearing from someone who is in it, knows the deal, right? Um, so, you know, given we don't have a, a ton of time here, Brendan, uh, is there anything else we want to touch on when it comes to the grading? I think we did a pretty good job, especially given what the, the hot topic is right now, which is crossing over. Um, I, my final thought would be, you know, go for it. And maybe PSA is more open to, to doing a good thing for you because it works for them in terms of getting more business. What's the cost? I still of recommend tracking rather than subbing in the original case personally. What do you, what do you know what the cost is for a crossover? Uh, no, I'm not. It, it, I mean, back in the day, it wasn't, it really wasn't, it, it was pretty much the same price as grading. So it would be so like $100, assuming Potentially it could be that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same prices of grading. Um, mm. So, yeah. I mean, like, like you said, I mean, it definitely, there are some questions. There are, oh. I, and as I said, there are more questions than answers. Like, and, and you were talking about new collectors and we were talking last podcast about, you know, like guys, there's some really smart people out there. They're smart at a bunch of stuff and they're good at their jobs and life and things are great and they're smart. They're, they have high IQs and they cannot grade to save their fucking life. And I told, and I, and you were kind of like, no, I can't be yeah. that bad. And I'm like, no, it's bad. It's bad. And now I've seen these posts. like, Oh my God, I can't believe I got a seven. They, they post the card. It's 90, 10 centering. So just a very quick summary here, guys. Centering is first and foremost, and we can all understand it. There are some weird designs. So then find other copies. You have Google. We're so lucky, right? 40 years ago, you're screwed if you don't have something to compare it to. Yeah. Mind you, 40 years ago, designs were simpler and there were always borders. Now, if you get a really wacky Panini Chronicles design, go on Google, go on blow forums, go on some hobby forum, talk to your fellow collectors. But if there's a border, come on, man. You know, uh, to echo the American president, quote unquote, come on, man. Like, look at the centering. And from there, put it under a light. <laughs> look at the edges and the corners. I, I can't deal with these people who is like, I can't believe I got a seven. It's almost as, as wacky as I can't believe I got a 10. Like, I, you know, I can't wait for us to get our subs back because, like, that'll be, like we said, the true test to see like really what's up like and i hope like me you have a little sheet because i wrote down my expectation on every card i do so uh in closing um grading is subjective it's wacky it can lead it's like a lottery it can lead to big money um is there favoritism you better believe it we didn't even touch on that but i've i've lived it i've seen it i've seen uh chummy chum chumming going on at shows with big payoffs um we've seen grading subgroups create disasters grade your own cards folks get really good at it you know like by your third or fourth submission you're going to feel like a pro use sgc right now i'm going to throw it out there and i'm not sponsored by sgc nor have i even gotten back my first sub from them lately use them it's it's affordable and you know what? Get your nines and tens from SGC. And then when PSA BGS opens up, 
crack them and cross them over. You have so many options as a collector. Don't feel backed up against the wall. Um, I'm going to throw this out, Brendan. This is random. Bill Mastro will survive. He will be back in this hobby. He's going to have like a talk show like Ace Rothstein from Casino. I'm telling you right now. I don't even know why they want to talk to him, but that's besides the point. I do because it gets eyes on you. Although, man, it's so funny. After the PWCC stuff, the joke was like, Probstein's next. And now he wants to do interview with Bill Mastro. Many people say, who the F is that? Well, the guy who went to jail for fraud. The Google machine is your friend. You're going to find out really cool stuff about (laughs) Bill Mastro as it relates to the most important card in the hobby. Um, Bottom line is this hobby has a short term effing memory. It's full of window lickers, even more so than I ever thought at the beginning of 2020. God help us all. But Bill Mastro will be back in this hobby. There are other beloved names that we are just licking all over the place these days. And we've completely forgotten about their history. But the cartel's old. He was there. He remembers. I bought cards directly from Keith Olbermann. And I'm not saying Keith Olbermann is the number one scammer. For all I know, he didn't do anything wrong. But he probably did because the people that were around him and the way he was doing it. That's all. And so that's why Bill Master is going to survive. We really got to find better representatives for the hobby. We really do. We really, really do. That's all I can really put out there. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, there's that old time saying that like those, like it's always the dumbest people that that think they're the smartest, you know? So like, well, you know what? In this case, these are smart people. No, no, I know. But it's always like when it comes to making money and defrauding people. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But it's always like, then that's why you see like the representatives are always like these like obnoxious, like, because they just, if you knew everything, then you probably wouldn't be, you, you would know that there's more questions than answers. Do you know what I mean? Like the more yes. you learn, the more you realize that you don't know. And, and that goes why... to pretty much all, any, any mastery. Like the closer you get to mastery, the more you realize that there's so much more to know about it. Yes, yes. And, and, this is, and that is what I love the most. And that's why I, I pointed out that awesome content. I believe it's, I'm so bad at this because I'm so old. Kev's cards. I believe it's kevs.cards. Kevs.cards with K's on Instagram, who put up that wonderful story about the history of all these other companies. Man, I'll never forget in the in the late 90s, early O's, TFA, the final authority. Yeah, I saw that. For some reason we got excited about it. Looks like my cousin made it in the basement. Um I don't know why my cousin's making slabs in the basement. He's busy, he's got other things to do. But (laughs) um, but yeah. Um, that's why I think the best content out there is the informative content, the collector content. And that being said, Brendan, I, I, I think that's the way we're going to start steering the ship. I think so too. I've got some plans I haven't even told you about. Maybe you do too, but let's steer the ship towards collecting and information. Oh, yeah. I think today was pretty much informational. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And, uh, and uh, get away from all the hype, the gimmickry. And I'm telling you, man. As one half of the cardboard coaches, I'm not going to window lick, you know, in, in any circumstance, if, if a company has done me or someone I like wrong, I am not going to window lick them just for the fact that they have a big foothold or a footprint in the hobby. Let me That's tell you something. To do. That's easy to do. You it's will as not... easy as someone who started collecting today, who happens to have $100,000 sitting around, they can buy a really cool batch of cards and flex on Instagram tomorrow. It's not hard to do that you would not catch me at a gala for rich people wearing a tax the rich 
Thank you, Brendan. I'm so glad it was you bringing that up because God knows, you, hey, you really like flack, eh? All right. Okay, man. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm at PWCC's headquarters and I'm wearing a, a sign that says stop show bidding. Give me a break. Right. Team, okay. I hope you enjoyed this one and uh, we love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Coach Co. out. Peace.